Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Devani. I'm a therapist, a life coach, and a facilitator of powerful personal growth workshops. This show is a space for ambitious women who have huge hearts who are always giving and serving others. I take a real talk, practical approach to helping you start being authentically and freely you through mental wellness and faith. So you'll hear about topics like self-acceptance, self-compassion, intentional action-taking, and habit creation. If you're ready to start letting yourself be seen and heard and to start being authentically you, you are in the right place, my friend. My hope is that every episode, you'll walk away feeling encouraged and with practical tips you can start to implement in your life. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from the show is not a substitute for mental health treatment. All right, my friend, let's dig in. Hello, 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 lovely friend. So glad that you're here. Whatever day it is, whenever this episode is finding you, I hope that you're well, I hope you're staying safe, and I'm just, I'm so glad that you're here allowing me into your space. I do not take that for granted at all. So thanks for being here, thanks for listening, thanks for being a a cart, thanks for being a cart, thanks for being a part of this community. So today, I want to be talking to you about how to feel more in touch with yourself, your feelings, and really how to feel more connected to who you are. This is something that has come up a lot in my community, in this amazing community that we've been creating, is this idea of wanting to feel more in tune with yourself, with your feelings. And this is something that is so so important. And it is something you'll hear a lot about in this space because this has been a huge part of my journey as well. And so it's something that you will hear a lot about here that you'll hear about a lot here. That was a lot of here's. Okay. So I first want to just introduce this idea of, I wanted to acknowledge that there's a lot of hype everywhere around self-love and self-confidence. And if you were in our self-compassion journaling challenge that came out a couple weeks ago, you will have heard my little spiel about self-compassion, self-acceptance, and how I feel like those pieces are a lot more fundamental and foundational and really important pieces to start with before we are trying to really focus on self-confidence and um, these other pieces. And so I would encourage you, I'm such a visual person and something that can be helpful is if we imagine like a step or a ladder, right? If we're down at the bottom of this ladder and up at the top of the ladder is the most love that you could possibly feel for yourself, right? You feel so confident, you feel so much self-love, like all of those amazing feelings that you want to have for yourself, okay? So imagine those are up at the top of the ladder. What I really want to share is that I truly, truly believe that these core pieces 
down at the bottom of the ladder are just so important. Like we can't get to the top. We can't get to the top of the stairs without these first couple of steps, right? And if we really think about it in regards to, like think about dating, is that before we love the person, which is up at the top of the staircase, before we are so enamored with the person, feel so confident in who they are and really love who they are, the first couple of steps are really, what, it, what does that look like for you, right? Hopefully that's getting to know them. You're, you're growing your awareness of who they are, of you know all these different parts of who they are. You're getting to know them. Hopefully you start to respect them. You wanna feel connected to them. Like these are the foundational pieces that come first, right? Getting to know them, respecting them, feeling connected. And then as you're moving up that ladder is the love and all of those other pieces. And so just like in our relationship with ourselves, that's just like in our relationship with ourselves, is that the first foundational pieces I truly, truly believe are getting to know ourselves, right? How do we know ourselves? And we change, we grow, we evolve. But in this season, wherever you are here, are you getting to know yourself? Are you building your self-awareness? Are you learning and practicing respecting yourself? Are we building a connection with ourselves, like feeling in tune, feeling like I know how to check in with myself and know how I'm feeling about this, what I'm needing in regards to this, what, how I want to respond to this situation. Are we growing in those pieces, which are the foundations that then lead us to that self-love, that self-confidence Right? And I think so often in our culture, we focus so much on self-love and self-confidence, which yes, like I'm, I'm not saying those things are bad. Those things are important and amazing and powerful and yes, so, so needed. But I really want to talk to you and just really share with you the importance of these pieces. And I think I'll say one last piece about this is that why these pieces feel so important to me, self-compassion, self-compassion, self-awareness, self-respect, these pieces feel so important because if we can imagine that how we feel about ourselves really can change in any given moment, depending on what's happening in our world, depending on our mood, depending on what's going on in our environment. How you feel about yourself can change in any given moment, right? Imagine like, think back to maybe the last time you felt like super stoked on yourself and you felt so confident and all these amazing things. And then I'm sure that you could just as quickly really reflect back to a time when you, you know, maybe were struggling with self-criticism or maybe you fudged up on something and you were like, like, this is not good, right? So our feelings about ourselves can change so rapidly. It's just their feelings. Our feelings come and our feelings go. It's very, very up and down, kind of like a roller 
coaster, right? Kind of like a wave. It's these waves of feelings. Maybe we feel really good for a minute. Maybe we feel, you know, maybe we're struggling in another moment. So our feelings about ourselves can change and go up and down. And that's natural. That's being a human. And why I feel these other pieces are so important is that these are more long-term practices, parts of your relationship with yourself that do not move up and down, right? That, that are much less likely to, like you having respect for yourself, you having self-awareness around yourself, you being compassionate to yourself, those are foundational practices and parts of our relationship that regardless of if I'm feeling super stoked on myself or super maybe down on myself, those are irrelevant. But these pieces of respecting myself, having self-awareness, those are constant. Those are constant. And I really truly believe that us growing these parts of ourselves, our self-awareness, our self-respect, our self-compassion, our self-acceptance, these pieces allow us to be in this personal growth journey for the long haul because they are not dependent on us feeling good about yourself. It doesn't matter how you're feeling about yourself that day. You can still practice accepting yourself. You can still practice self-compassion. You can still practice self-awareness, even if there's some ebbs and some flows in how you feel about yourself. Okay, so that's why I feel these pieces are so important. So, so important. And so now what I want to share with you is what yourself is not and what yourself is. Because if we're really trying to grow in our connection with ourselves and tuning into our voice and feeling connected to who we are, we need to first decipher what is your true self right in there yourself and what are some things that aren't that often are kind of combined or you know get kind of like um oh my gosh what's the word or that can get kind of mixed up in there entangled that's the word I was looking for entangled okay so what your true self your true self is not your true self is not the chatter in your mind that's not who you are that's not your true self if we were to picture this beautiful being that is you, whatever you want to imagine in your head, right? The truest you underneath the doubt, underneath all the things that, you know, come and go. If we were to picture your true self, your true self is not all that chatter in your mind. That's just things that your mind tells you because you observe your mind. You notice your mind you notice your thoughts. So that means that you are not your thoughts if you are able to observe them. So that you are not the chatter in your mind. You are not the doubts that you have about yourself. The self-doubt. You're not the self-doubt. You're not those judgmental thoughts that you have about yourself. That's not who you are. It's things that your mind has learned or things that your mind likes to, <laughs> likes to say to you. That is not you or who you are. And your, your self, your true self, is not the voices that swirl around in your mind that are from other people 
right? Those voices that are from other people, things that other people have told you about you, about your potential, about, you know, whatever it is, those critical things or unhelpful thoughts that you have, those voices that you hear that are from other people, that is not you. Okay, what your true self is. Okay, again, if we picture this beautiful being and how I like to picture like our truest self, honestly, is I really like to picture it like in kind of the bud of a flower. Okay, like in the bud of a flower and as time goes on, we kind of have these like layers. How I picture it is these, there's kind of like some, like some heavy layers that have been put on this beautiful flower on this beautiful flower bud. And so what happens is as life moves on, as we grow, as we learn, as we shed these things that we learned growing up that aren't really us or that aren't helpful, those layers are coming off the top of you. Those layers are coming off. And this blossom is just, well, I guess that would be the verb. (laughs) This flower is blossoming and opening up. And it's like you're at the core of this. You're in the center of this beautiful flower. And often there's a lot of gunk that we've adopted and learned throughout our lives. And, you know, and so those things come off and fall off as we do the work. And we blossom and open up. And then your truest, most authentic self is able to, like, come out. Right? And I really feel like that's what, that's life. That's what life is on this journey is, like, We're opening up, we're learning about who we are, allowing ourselves to come out of that flower bed and really blossom into who God is calling us to be. So what your true self is, is your strengths, the things that you're good at, your quirks and your weird, you know, whatever, your quirks, your dreams, the values that God has placed on your heart. Because God has placed these values on your heart, the things that you find most important, whether that is nature, whether that is connection, whether that is creativity, contribution, uh, adventure, family, friends, the things that you find most important, God has placed those things there so that you pursue them, so that you prioritize them and create a life that is truly fulfilling for you, that aligns with your purpose. What yourself is, is a human, right? Your humanity, your weaknesses, your shortcomings, the, just experiencing this, this humanity. Yourself is what you yearn for, what you crave, the purpose you're here for, the special and specific talents and gifts that God gave you. Okay, go ahead and take a second and I just want you to notice what is standing out to you, what is something that you really want to like lock away in your long-term memory right now? What's something that I've shared that's really sticking with you that you want to take with you after this episode is done? Just kind of notice it. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do over the next couple minutes is really tuning into how do we start to hear 
our true self more? How do we start to really hear our true voice, our true being, our inner wisdom, Holy Spirit, whatever you resonate with? For me, it's Holy Spirit. And then I also have my own soul, right? Like my own soul is in here, my personality, my will, my emotions. Um, And then I also have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So how do we start to tune into myself? How do we start to do that? So number one would be creating quiet time when you're not consuming. If we are consuming too much, it is very difficult for us to tune into ourselves because there are so many ideas flying around in our brain. There's a lot of voices that we're hearing. And this is even, I've been, I've been exploring this in relation to how much time I spend on Instagram and it's so tough because I do deeply love Instagram, but it's honestly so addictive for me. And I have a, I have a much more difficult time tuning in to my voice and creating things in a way that feels really aligned with me when I'm on Instagram because I see everyone else's content, what they're sharing, how they're saying it, how they're doing it. And it honestly, it really stifles my creativity. And so I have to be aware of that and intentional. So number one, creating quiet time when you're not going to consume. Maybe that's in the morning. Maybe you're not going to go on social media or, you know, anything like that for an hour. Maybe it's at night. Maybe it's after a certain time of night, you're going to put your phone away. You're not going to consume anything or, you know, maybe you're going to read. Maybe you're going to journal. Maybe you're going to get into the word, like creating quiet time when you're not consuming. Another thing that I've been doing is when I go outside for my lunch, I haven't been taking my phone and that's because I just want to create more quiet because what I was doing is any given moment, I was trying to listen to an audiobook or a podcast or and this is, I think, the hard part about personal growth is that sometimes it, sometimes we get a little too much into it. And so that's something I'm trying. And it's been so nice of just creating, that's a 20-minute, 30-minute window in the middle of my day when I'm eating my lunch that I'm just out there hanging with my dogs, listening to the birds chirp, you know, enjoying my meal, and just letting my thoughts come and go, noticing what ideas are coming up for me. Um, And so that's something that I think is so important. And so, yeah, that could look like maybe you decide, okay, I'm not going to go on social media until this time. or, Or it could be maybe one, three, five minutes once a day where you just turn everything off. You put your hands on your heart. You take a couple deep breaths and you just check in with yourself. And if this one's resonating with you, if this is something that you want to practice, what I would encourage you to do is choose one or two questions that you really want to commit to. So I'll give you some examples. How am I? How am I feeling today? How am I doing today? How can I care for myself right now? What do I need? What am I craving? Are there any feelings that are coming up for me right now that I need to explore a little bit? Is there anything I'm needing more of, needing less of? Is there anything I'm feeling the nudge to do or practice? Notice which one or two questions stood out to you and I would encourage you to write that down. Write down that question 
and commit to once a day. I'm going to create, you know, I'm going to set a timer on my phone. Literally, maybe you set your alarm on your phone and the title is the question, right? Of like, how are you? Take a couple deep breaths. How are you? So I want you to commit to that. Commit to creating a little bit of space in your day, even if it is one minute, three minutes, five minutes of taking a couple of deep breaths and asking yourself whichever one or two questions really resonate with you, okay? Whichever ones you feel the nudge and just trust that nudge, right? We don't need to overthink it. Trust the nudge. Whichever question sounded exciting for you. And we can always change it. You can try something else tomorrow. You could try something else next week, but just, just listen to the nudge and go with the nudge, okay? And then I want to, to explore for just the last couple minutes, if we're in a situation where you're trying to discern, how do I want to respond to this? How do I, in my truest, most authentic self, want to respond to this situation? Some things that can be helpful. Take a pause. Maybe you put your hands on your heart, take a couple deep breaths. Maybe you ask and say, can I get back to you on this? Or I need to get back to you. Maybe you ask, can we table this and come back to this? I just need a couple minutes. We feel this ridiculous pressure to like respond to things so immediately. It's the culture that we live in where we feel like we just have to like respond to texts immediately, respond to emails immediately. We have to give people answers right away. No, 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 no. Like imagine, imagine, you know, even just 50 years ago, right? Like people had to wait for, you know, I don't know. I'm Okay. The timing is bad in my mind. I don't know if people were like, I'm assuming they had email back then, but, but still though, it's like there wasn't so much urgency. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. Ask, ask if you can take a break, come back to it. Can I get back to you on that? Right. And then what I want you to do is ask, ask yourself, there's two different questions and I'm, I'm curious. I wonder, I wonder which one's going to vibe with you more. The first one is reflecting on if I were to imagine myself without worrying about what anyone else is going to think or judge or say, how would I want to respond to this? What would I want to do in this situation? And I'm not saying in every situation we're just going to do whatever we want and not think about that, but I'm specifically saying that because for some of us, and I have so been here is that we're so hyper-focused on, like, that's one of the biggest blocks that's coming up and one of the biggest challenges that's coming up is being so hyper-focused on what everyone else is thinking. And that's why it can feel so hard to even know what you would want to do, right? So it's not that we're going to be disrespectful or that we're not going to do things that we, you know, need to do because they're important nothing like that, but just start, start practicing and tuning into that muscle of like, okay, if I were to respond in a way that's not worrying about what anyone else is going to say or judge or feel, what would I want to do here? And then the second question, and this can be a follow-up question to that, if I tune in to my true core values of ABC, 
right? Family, friends, connection, creativity, nature. If I tune into my core values of A, B, and C, how would I respond to this situation? Because really, that's our, our overall hope. The overall intention with all of this is that every day we take small baby steps and choices that reflect our true values. Because as we do that, one choice at a time, one day at a time, you are creating a life that is full of what you really care about. Right? And why it's so important to ask yourself this last question, if I tune into my true core values of A, B, and C, how would I respond? Someone who values, um, hmm, I should have thought of an example ahead of time. <laughs> like your values are really going to determine how you respond to a situation. We could have two different people, five different people who all would respond to a situation differently if their values are different. And so that's why it's so important that we're building our awareness of what our values are, what's most important to us, what do I want my life to be full of or to feel like, or right, all of these, this amazing value work. Um, and if this is enticing to you, head down and make sure that you sign up to get on the info list for my group coaching program that's going to be starting in a couple months, because this is, we're going to dive into this. When you know what your core values are, it can help you make more authentic choices. It can help you respond with more courage. It can help you set that boundary. It can help you decide, do I go with this route or this route? Right? It's so, so important and so helpful. So again, before you tune off I want you to really think about everything that came up and really think about what's your one thing that you want to take away, okay? What's your one thing that you want to take away from this? So we talked about the importance of self-compassion, self-acceptance, self-awareness, self-respect, all of these foundational pieces that lead to self-love, that lead to self-confidence, we talked about how important these foundational pieces are because they don't, they don't depend on us feeling good about ourselves. They are constant no matter how we feel about ourselves. We talked about what your true self is, what it is not. We talked about some great ways to create quiet space where we're consuming less or checking in with ourselves, checking in with our feelings or our needs or our voice. We talked about how to handle various situations, ways to respond so that you can respond in ways that feel more authentic and really tune in to what feels important for you. So I want you to identify what is one thing that you want to take away with you. What's one thing that you're going to commit to practicing? Okay, and then head over into the Facebook group. And post, let me know if you loved this episode. Let me know what your one thing is. I love, love, love hearing from you. Seriously, I love hearing from you. So head to the Facebook group. Let me know what your one thing is. If you love this episode, um, 
yeah, I just so appreciate hearing from you, getting your feedback. It's, it's just, it makes my, makes my day, makes my week. I just love it. So, um, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so, so much. And I will talk to you soon. Hey, sweet friend, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and hit that share button. Send this to a friend who you know would love this episode. And if you haven't already left a rating or a review, if you could head down and take just a minute to do that, it would mean so much to me. Not only does it fill up my cup to know what you are loving about the show and to see how it's serving you, but it also allows me to see what specific topics you're enjoying so that I can create more episodes that you are going to love. And leaving a rating and review also helps us reach more women. So if you head down, it'll take you just a minute and I would appreciate it so, so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this community. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.